0: even at thirty thousand feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. Dw for prohibited by law, See terms and Conditions, 18 plus.
1: With Lucky Lands slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: I'm Franny Benali and you're listening to In That Number. And then they lift one over the top for Danny Ings. He's in the box. Oh, onto his left foot. Oh, brilliant. Oh, it's a fantastic goal for Danny Ings.
1: He's done it again. Here comes Warcraft. Thanks for checking out In That Number with me, Kevin, the Moscow Mush Milverton, and Ray Hunt. Find me on Twitter at Moscow Mush, and my co-host Ray Hunt at RayHunt84. Follow the show at Number Podcasts on Twitter, In That Number Podcasts on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions for the show, if you need to bother to send us an email to InThatNumberPodcasts at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share, subscribe, and
0: give us good vibes. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of ITN, in that number 97, Coast Busters. Today, we we shall be reviewing our Monday night fixture up the road at a chilly Amex stadium, where we took on Brighton and Hove Albion. And we'll look ahead to the return of our fans at St. Mary's as we face off against Sheffield United this Sunday. No Tim this week. Instead, you have to suffer me and the Moscow Mush once again. So let me bring in my co-host, the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton.
1: I don't like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off face. I don't like your jerk-off behavior. And I don't like you, jerk-off. How are you, you big jerk-off? Thank you. Um, is that Yuri Jerkov? <laughs> I mean, he was all right when he was at CSK. But still playing. Now he's joined Zenit, yeah. He's older than us. Yeah, he's still in the Russian team as well. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I'm hold-up here, um, not really been going out much.
0: i uh, got a lot of shit to do before the year ends. And it's be a bit busy time of the year, and it's like that, that, that slow drag to Christmas. But you're 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 planning your trip away, aren't you, over the festive period?
1: That's right, yeah. Don't want to curse it. plan to go away over Christmas and New Year, since I can't come back to Britain. Might as well go somewhere interesting, rather than sitting at home. Where are you going? Zanzibar.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow, that is... That is interesting. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I didn't tell you, did I?
1: No. Well, you ha- you have yes, now. Well, well, I have Yeah, it's one of the few places that um you can go to from Russia. Um, so yeah, we've got a tour going off.
0: Dar es Salaam.
1: Yeah, we won't be going to the mainland. Don't think. Oh, but, right. Um, yeah, it looks like a really interesting
0: place. That's that's amazing. I just assumed you were taking a trip somewhere in Russia.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of cold and dull. I mean, you can go to the Black Sea coast, but it's you know. Ten degrees—it's hardly bacon isn't it? It's going to be sad, like being away from the family at Christmas, not being able to go to St Mary's for the Boxing Day fixture, not being able to see the in-laws for uh, New Year and everything.
0: Yeah, it's like that for everyone, though, isn't it? It's, it's going to be a, going to be a tough one. Yeah,
1: definitely. Well, yeah, you know, get through it, and I think you know, by the spring we'll
0: all be we'll be fine. Hopefully, hopefully. So, Kev, uh, my wife threatened to leave me because of my obsession with Star Wars. Really? What did you say? I said, "May divorce be with you." Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Anyway.
1: That's a, that's a low line you've got to plumb for if you're going to keep this up.
0: <laughs> Before we get stuck into the show this week, um, we need your help. We will be recording our 100th episode very soon. Uh, and we've come up with the idea, Wow, well, you come up with the idea, uh, to answer 100 questions, 100 of your questions. Uh, so you can send us anything you like, uh, some topics to bear thinking about. Uh, questions on the show, on Christmas, on Saints or football in general, uh, some stuff on us if you like, uh, or just some random shit, anything you like, because we have no standards and we have no limits, so uh, yeah, it should be it should be a fun episode, so make sure you tune in for that and it will probably be available around, well, Christmas Eve, I think we're planning on releasing, aren't we?
1: Um, yeah, uh, it'll nice be like Father Christmas, yeah, just dropping it down your podcast chimney.
0: Yeah. As it were. Um, Kevin, we've got no Tim this week, but he has sent us a couple of teasers, I believe. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I'll I'll, uh, I'll hit you up with what he sent me. Would I rather have Kevin's beautiful, stylish beard or or his ability to speak a few different languages? I'm going to take the languages, I think. And that's not a knock on the beard, by the way, because it is glorious and stylish. And beautiful. Yeah,
1: I did put a lot of work into the pit, but a lot more into the languages.
0: There you go. I'm taking the languages.
1: Yeah, if you can get that for free fucking hell, I'd take it. Mm. Yeah, so would I rather have Ray's elite dad skills, or his ability to bake any food perfectly every time?
0: <laughs> okay, I think you're I'm, better at baking food than me, to be fair. I,
1: I don't know where he's got the, I mean, you're a baker, so I imagine I'd get some, some cracking bread. Um... But the dance skills have got to come in handy at
0: some point, right? Well, I'm still trying to find them.
1: <laughs> but the children?
0: Yeah, <laughs> the skills and, and the bread-baking ability. I'll get there one day. Yeah, no, I think yeah, I'll definitely take it.
1: Surely, though, three children, right? You mean you must have um, learned how to do a lot of stuff you'd never imagined you'd be able to do. I suppose so. Yeah, I'll have that. Okay, good. Again, as if, as if no hard work went into it. Just Yep, there you are.
0: Yeah, take it. <laughs> um, right, Kevin, ITN News then.
1: Yes. This is ITN, In That Number News.
0: ITN News then, Kevin. Yeah, it's been quite a while since we podcast last, actually, but having said that, there's not an awful lot of news that we need to touch on. Um, I will start with the FA Cup. Uh, Southampton have drawn League One Shrewsbury Town at home in the third round of the FA Cup. That's FA Cup uh, tie to be played on the weekend of January the ninth. Good time, good time. Jan Bednarek has signed a new deal, keeping him here until the end of the 2024-25 season. That's Indeed. a ma- that's a massive deal, isn't it? So so important that. Um, and it, he'll still only be 29 at the end of that contract as well. So I like that. Extended pole. <laughs> extended pole, yes. Oh, I didn't put that in my notes, actually. I just put that in yours. <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. <laughs> it's got to go in there. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, mainstay of the Saints defence. Um, yeah, and Bade Yeah, you'd love to see that. Yeah. It's Everyone's good. securing their futures. Um, up in the air for a couple of other players, but I, I'm hearing rumours that um, mm. Bertrand and a certain King of the Scummers are uh, any minute going to sign and put pen to paper. I'm hearing this
0: too. Yeah, it's, mm. it's good. I opinion. think
1: your, your nerves are definitely misplaced.
0: I, I don't know. I think I wasn't the only one. James Wood-Prowse has been nominated for Premier League's Player of the Month for November. Uh, both he and Danny Ings have been nominated for Goal of the Month also. Both of those strikes coming in that Villa game. Uh, Prouse's first free kick is the nominee. Uh, but perhaps more importantly, the ITN goal and player of the month, Kevin, who has won the accolades this time around? Yeah, I it's surprising that um, they went
1: with the first free kick because I prefer the second. But,
0: it was um, a tough one. I think I wasn't a fan of the first
1: one. The first one, um, I'll start with. Gold of the month We had 9 to choose from We got it down to 4 um, Prowse's 2 free kicks Against Villa Prowse's free kick Against United we Might as well have Just made a, a, a Prowse's free kick Poll mm-hmm. But um, yeah Also Ingsies Against Villa um, And the nominee For gold of the month The Premier League Got 0% in our poll
0: Really? Yeah, yeah. That's um, interesting, because I voted for... Uh, I must have voted for the wrong Ward-Prowse one, then. Because well, I, vote- I, I voted for that second one. I think I voted... Well, I must have voted for the second one, because I wanted the first, but... Uh, but, yeah, Yngwie absolutely stormed it,
1: 62%. Really? Oh. Mm.
0: It was a good goal. Very good goal.
1: Yeah, beauty. I mean, he, he, he does... It's so often that you sort of can forget the majesty of it. But, yeah, fair play to Yngwie. And Player of the Month, uh, we... Settled on Maka, Prowsey, Shea Adams, and Theo Walcott. And again, it's a clear leader. This time, Prowsey edges it with 67%. There you go. Second was Maka.
0: Yeah, they've both had a very good month but Prowsey, yeah. Just amazing. Yeah, I wasn't
1: expecting those kind of margins, but yeah, with those spectacular free kicks, definitely got to get the attention.
0: Absolutely. Under-18s have progressed in the FA Youth Cup. Beating Coventry three nil on Saturday the fifth, uh, and Southampton B have had two fixtures since recording last. Uh, a one nil loss to Brighton, and on Friday the fourth a three one loss to Man United. Uh, Michael Obafemi with the only goal over those two games. Uh, Ibrahim Diallo played the full ninety minutes in that Brighton game too, and Ralph was said to be very impressed with him, um, and he's you know he's still patiently waiting his opportunity, but with. Prowse and Romeo playing so well, wow, you can't, you know, replace them just yet. Yes. Um, so yeah,
1: on Monday evening, uh, just before we played Brighton, the qualifying groups for Qatar 2022 uh, were drawn, and yeah, Prowse and Danny they've got well fat chance of joining England in Group I against Yanbred Directs Poland, Hungary, Albania, Andorra, and San Marino. Um, yeah, no. I mean, I say fat chance, but <laughs> I mean, maybe Mr. Waistcoat will come around and uh, they'll get a cap. Well, come I to mean, play against I think San Marino.
0: I think you could get a cap playing against them, not Kev. So. Uh,
1: <laughs> um, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Schlong and Oberfemi, they, they
1: might uh, well feature for Ireland in Group A with uh, Portugal, Serbia, Luxembourg, Azerbaijan, and Qatar. Have you heard this? No. Uh, Qatar are going to be, um, they've been put into Group A as the hosts and they're going to play a friendly instead of a qualifier against everyone from Group A.
0: They're playing friendlies and everyone,
1: uh, why? Why well, don't give them a sort of a chance to play competitive football because they're the hosts that they're yeah. going to buy to the finals. But why
0: UEFA? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> that that can, it just didn't cross my mind then. That's, um... Ah. I'm tired, Kevin.
1: Yeah. Um, there, there may be some brown envelopes involved. Or not. Oh, yeah. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Other, I mean, other groups like Sue Armstrong or, or, and possibly, potentially Shay Adams as well, Scotland. Oh, yeah. Um, they face Yannick Vestergaard, Denmark, uh, Austria, Israel, the Faroe Islands and Moldova in Group F. Just to keep our friends in the nations happy. Wales are played, Belgium, Czech Republic, Belarus and Estonia in Group E. And Northern Ireland have drawn, Italy, Switzerland, Bulgaria and Lithuania in Group C. That's a tough group. Mm. Uh,
0: injury report. I mean, it, I mean, we could report on Ings, but, you know, we, Ings is, is back. Redmond was back also. Um, uh, and Ralph had mentioned that Salisa could be fit, uh, you know, and he could go into the match squad against Brighton. And indeed, he did. Uh, Smallbone uh, has had fitness issues recently, um, and he could be back soon. However, like I said before, it's tough to get playing time with our midfield playing so well at the moment. And, you know, Diallo, you'd think, is waiting in the wings before Smallbone. So, but yeah, not much to report on the injury front, I'm pleased to say. It's good to hear. OK, then, Brighton from Monday night. Going into this one, then, coming off a loss from being undefeated in seven, Uh, and looking for three in a row at the Amex. But we don't usually win on a Monday night, as you've probably heard a lot of. Winless in 14. Last one coming back in at 2002. That's crazy, isn't it? Uh, But we put that to rest now, and we did indeed make it three in a row at the Amex with a narrow, probably undeserved victory in front of the 2000 returning Brighton fans. A score of 2-1. Pascal Gross with the opener from the spot. Uh, Vestergaard with the equaliser from A corner, you guessed it. And the controversial winner from the spot as Danny Ings comes off the bench to coolly slot away the winner. The 11, Kevin, McCarthy, walker Peters, Vestergaard, Bednarik, Bertrand, Armstrong, Ward-Prowse, Romeo, Gineppo, Adams, and Walcott. So it's unchanged. Ings fit enough for the bench. Massive boost going into this crucial, hectic, festive period. Uh, and the bench: of Forster, Stevens, Diallo, Redmond, Long, Ings, and of course that summer signing, the myth, Mohamed Salisu. The legend. No, <laughs> yeah, I never actually saw a glimpse of him though. So, um, Kevin, happy with the personnel?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, main broke don't fix it, we always say that, but yeah, of course more attention on the bench. Ings, um, as I kind of alluded to before, was ready for Brighton and boy, did we need him. Mm. Um, could have said the same of to too. Salisu, so yeah, does exist, apparently. Well, He yeah. must have been in the stadium somewhere.
0: He must have been, but we didn't see him. And, and and I was talking to Tim as well, and he was he said he was glad to see Salisu on the bench, but he didn't actually see him. Uh, so he's still not convinced of his existence. But
1: Yeah, I mean, you can't expect the Sky Sports cameras to be looking for things like that, can
0: they? No, they don't go
1: looking for ghosts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Kev, the Brighton game, initial thoughts? Um... I guess
1: my suspicions were kind of confirmed that it was going to be a dull affair. <laughs> um, brighton definitely the stronger team in the first half. I just managed to switch it on and then you got um, Welbeck making a run out on goal. Um, but yeah, he managed to just stick a shot straight at McCarthy, say nothing new there. <laughs> but yeah it was it was all brighton, wasn't it that that, that first half.
0: I yeah. was worried. Yeah, I thought Brian were were edging it slightly and um and then, you know, the 24th minute mark and that had a handball. What was he doing there? Yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, and and okay. Ka- Carragher said at the break that that Prowse's eyes were looking forward. Um and he thinks the ball was on like Welbeck's chest and that's why his hand was in the air. Well, I mean, I I don't know why his hand was in the air, but if that's so, I mean, it's obviously he didn't mean to do it, but and if you look at it and pause it on that at that point, his eyes were indeed looking the other way. Yeah. But it doesn't excuse his hand being up there, does it?
1: What's yeah? What's what's he doing with his hand up there in the first place? I mean, just kind of takes a little feather touch on it, and that's that's all you need.
0: Yeah, I mean, he needs to take his lumps for that one, doesn't he? And I and I'm I'm sure that he went in with his hands up <laughs> again <laughs> uh, in mm. the in the dressing room and just said like, sorry lads, that one was on me because that's a mistake, and it, he doesn't make many of them, does he? Let's face it. As long but as he didn't go to the right. ref with his hands up.
1: They went uh, went to the ref with his hands forward, pleading like, "What? No, that's not a handball.
0: It's clearly a handball.
1: yes, the most blatant handball you've ever seen."
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I got scared from there on, Kev, because I thought Brighton w- were solidifying that, and it looked, you know, it looked they looked the more likely to grab the next one as well. And I, this, it's not Saints usually been been starting well wow recently, but this wasn't one of those one of those times. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, we were looking desperate. Um, I mean. Gineppo, who got booked quite early on, um, Vicky, he was in, in trouble. And just before half time, got in another foul, and you think that he's going to get a a second red sooner rather than later for that yeah, foul on Pascal Gross. Mm. It's just, just awful. But, yeah, we get a saving grace just in the nick of time f- before the, the whistle at the end of the first half.
0: Yeah, against the run of play, do you think?
1: What was it? Absolutely.
0: Well, I don't know, because I thought we started to dominate possession a bit. So towards the end of that first half, the possession was us, but we just didn't have any end products. There was just no creativity and couldn't get Adams involved, couldn't get Theo involved. Armstrong and Gineppo looked looked frustrated and isolated. and But, yeah, the goal, Vestergaard, oh, God, that was lovely. That was – that's exactly what I thought we were getting when we signed him, was some a presence in both, both boxes. And he Can kind of like got- – we got it yeah and he kind of he hung in the air for an eternity didn't he and it was it was that far out as well and it was that's a proper centre half goal kevin that was like shades of nemanja vidic there that was just Vidic. <laughs> ah oh, god that man knows how to score a header uh vidic i mean Well he did uh but yeah, that's three set piece uh, goals for Vestergaard now. And he's, he's becoming that important on set pieces. And that's it. That's what we need.
1: Yeah, an absolute beast. Um, yeah. Uh, absolute belter of a header. Lovely
0: on it.
1: And another, another wonderful set piece. We're going to start saying the same thing about corners now that we do about free kick. You can't give a free kick away in that area because it's like giving a penalty. You can't give away a corner because it's like giving away a free kick.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: I suppose. <laughs>
0: Um, only Kurt Zuma has scored uh, more goals than Vestergaard amongst defenders now. So,
1: um, Why is he not in my fantasy
0: Premier League? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Saints ship a lot of goals too. I think it would be a mistake. Um, but Tim says Vestergaard's becoming an elite now. He's um, And that goal tally he's got is amazing, really, isn't it? It's, um, it's good. Um, and half time, 1 1. Impressions of the first half, Kev? You, you think we were lucky to be level?
1: Definitely. But, I mean, we struggled to take. Uh, to create any chances whatsoever. I mean, we, I mean, we couldn't really even even get forwards. I mean, they, they were just too too quick for us. It was a busy lot of in the midfield, though, wasn't it? It
0: was packed in the
1: midfield. Yeah, though. definitely. Um, um, but my,
0: my first thoughts, though, Kevin, were the fact that we can't seem to score from open play at the moment. I and mean, you look at both goals against United were set pieces. This one too, both of them in this game as well. But um, yeah, just. Lacking the ideas throughout the first period. and
1: Again, yeah, Theo and Shay almost non-existent. I mean, they weren't getting any service at all. We, we weren't getting through to them at all.
0: No. Uh, the change um, the change came, though. Ings comes on for Gineppo. Needed. Smart move. It was needed, wasn't it? He was. But I didn't. Did you expect it?
1: No, I talk, you don't expect it from Ralph, do you? Not that early, a half, no. Half-time change, no.
0: No, that's it. That's something it? had to be done. It, yeah, and it was the right time. Wal- Walcott started out wide left in Gineppo's role. And then Ings rejoins Shea up top. Um, was it harsh on Gineppo, do you think? Or do you think he he, he needed
1: to come off? A little bit. He was walking the tight right, though, for fouls. Sure. That's the only way we, we could really break the play up was just um, through tactical fouls. Gineppo is maybe not the best there. And yeah, it's good that we've, we have got Walcott there. Because, um, yeah, I mean, he started the game up front. But, yeah, like you said, we can put him out left, put him right, and hang in deep. It's a good yeah. play to have.
0: Definitely, yeah. Um, There's a moment where Romeo picked up a yellow card very early in that second half, and I was screaming because that was not a uh, yellow card for me. I don't even think that was a free kick. I thought he got the ball, and I think that was a case of reputation preceding him. There, I don't think that was fair. Yeah,
1: I mean, you just don't get those decisions uh, away from home to a team like Brighton, do you?
0: No. Nah. No, you don't, you don't get those decisions. You don't get those decisions at the Amex. No, nah, it doesn't happen. No. Nah. But, yeah, Ings shown his worth right away defending that free kick from that uh, Remeu booking. And this is what we miss also. Isn't it? The goals is, is obvious. You know you're going to miss goals. And, and you know, someone of his stature in the, in the box is, is just lethal. But when you have a striker that scores like him and, and just the, the bags of energy with his pressing and, Doing his duty at the back, that's something that Theo doesn't do for us. Um, he's just, he's just a rare breed, isn't he?
1: Definitely. Although, you know, Yannick Vestergaard's the kind of candidate in the reverse role. Um, he was going forward a lot, wasn't he? Yeah, he was pushing right forward. He had a chance at the, right at the beginning, of the second half. But um, yeah, Inks, yeah, definitely, definitely missed him. And you, you get the feeling that if there's a moment of magic that's going to get us the winner, it's going to be from from Danny. We need to be
0: breaking the bank to re-sign him. We need to. We need to pay the man what he's worth. Because basically if we don't pay it, you can bet your ass somebody will. There's just got
1: to be a balance to be found. I'm sure that they'll come to some sort of agreement. I hope so. Yeah, ah, it would be fine.
0: From the hour I think Saints started to pick up the tempo a little bit. Um, Brighton were very much under pressure at that point. They struggled to get the ball out of their half. Um, and Potter then introduced Mopay to the, to the fray and, and Right, and then then they started finding some space, and that was all credit to Potter. Because I think te- uh, technically he was he's sound, isn't he? He does his job so well, knows what he's doing. He can change things on the fly, and it's a bit back and forth that second half. And then you know Redmond comes on, Walcott goes off. I thought Walcott was involved a little bit more in the second half than he, than he was in the first. But I mean, I, I was happy to see Redmond come on. To be honest I thought... No fresh legs running at a tiring Brighton team. Might be a good thing, might be a little bit of something that we need. Yeah,
1: I mean, he had his moment, didn't he? About 15 minutes from the end, Ings gets in the ball in the box and just... Oh, um, God,
0: that would have been so good. Is that the one when he blazed uh, over the bar? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Skied it. All I've got here in my notes is uh, Ings. Oh, yes.
0: (laughs) Redmond, oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Right, the moment then, Kevin. Uh, Kai Walker-Peters brought down after... I just want to say what a lovely Vestigar diagonal all that was. Um, yes. Just uh, brilliant, well Just uh, opened everything up. VAR uh, checked for the pen. Inside or out, Kevin?
1: We could deliberate for as long as they looked at this in Stockley Park and still not come to a conclusion. The foul starts outside the box, and they both land inside the box. Mm-hmm. Referee... Instantly gives a free kick, sprays down his shaving foam and is pretty much ready to, to let Prowsey take it. But then, yeah, he gets his word in his ear and fuck me. I mean, how long were they looking at that for slow motion, different angles, slowing it down? OK, let me just
0: stop you there, right? Because why is everybody obsessed with the amount of time it takes? I think like Alan Smith was saying on the commentary, like, why is it taking this long? It's a fucking important decision. You need to get it right. Why not take your time to get it right? If you're getting it right, it doesn't matter how long it takes, surely. Why is VAR supposed
1: to overrule for clear and obvious errors of refereeing? Mm -hmm. If it takes you that long to come to a decision, it's absolutely not a clear and obvious error. And in my opinion, it shouldn't have been a penalty. The the referee's decision
0: should have stood. The thing is, the fact that, yeah, you give it to the referee, the on field decision is always getting the benefit of the doubt. If there is not enough evidence to overturn that, you can't give it. But they so, did. But they did. So fact, they did. Yeah. I mean, when I watched it in real time, I thought, that's a penalty. Referee gives a free kick, and I thought, we've we, you know, hard done by that. On the replay, I thought, oh, no, I'll tell you what, that's a free kick. And then I wasn't sure. It, it was one of those incidents that I changed my mind on every single look. So if I was at Stockley Park, I would have been doing the same thing, if I'm honest. Like, oh, God. It's the pressure. You've got people depending on this. and it's Yeah, but I mean, it shouldn't be down
1: to, to the people in Stockley Park. They, they should say, like, OK, we've we've cut you a nice little um, showreel here, Mr. F. Take a look at Monitor. See what you think for yourself. He can overturn his own decision,
0: can't he? Yeah, but then you would be complaining that it took him too long.
1: No, I wouldn't be complaining then, because it's not VAR that's overturning the decision then. It's the referee that's looked at the evidence and uh, made his informed decision. But That's then again Kev,
0: if if it would have been the referee's decision, he wouldn't have given the penalty in the first place. And it would be take, you know, a strong referee to be like, oh, you know what, I was wrong.
1: Yeah, no, but they're supposed to be professionals and they they don't there's no room for pride in refereeing. They say, Look, I've got the evidence. I see that what I thought was a foul actually occurred over the line I'll give him. Yeah, they can't. They can't be any pride in that. We've no. seen referees do that before.
0: No, I'm with you. The thing, the thing that got me afterwards is that Pascal Gross picks up a booking for arguing his case. Um, he's out, you know, shouting at the referee, probably swearing at him and all this, which is probably why he picked up the booking. It wasn't the ref's decision. He didn't make that decision. He gave it a free kick, and everyone's having a go at the ref, but it wasn't him that made it. Yeah, get
1: on the fucking train. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Kev, hands up. Was there any part of you that thought he's gonna uh, Danny's gonna miss it? Um,
1: I was arguing with the commentators who said, "Oh, he's got a good record uh, from the penalty spot as Danny." Ings. He missed one the tail end of last season. You can't know So yeah, but uh, no, it was a good
0: penalty. It was good. It was cool, wasn't it? And cool celebration as well. Just
1: cool yeah, penalty. and I say compare that to the gross penalty um, where he wastes half of his run up. You know how much I fucking hate it when they do that. It's yes. just willing them to fail. Um yeah Gross Gross did did take a good kick even from about a yard and a half. But um yeah, good on Danny. Yeah to come back.
0: Yep. And he's now the first Saints player since Ricky Lambert. In January 2013, to register four consecutive away goals, Mopey should have levelled. Had a really good chance, and I thought that was in. I just thought, nah, he had so much space as well. And it was, oh god, that was a glorious opportunity, but
1: yeah, dodged a bullet on that one.
0: So yeah, it was just a you know a game of set pieces. And a game for VAR. Yeah. Just evenly matched, or, you know, both sides had draw. their case to win. Could argue that a draw was a fair one, too. But, yeah, I mean, all, all three outcomes you wouldn't have been surprised with, I guess. But um, let, let's put a bow on this one, Kev. Overall thoughts, summarise the game. Brighton hard done by, Saints well worth it. Brighton hard done by.
1: Yes, uh, Saints well worth it. I think, you know, it's a, it's a sign of a good team, isn't it, that you can play shit and still win. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think we, we've got one of those because there have been matches where we've we've been clearly the better team and lost, and well, it's just the other edge of the coin. Um, but I'll just say that before we kind of round off, just um, the way we saw the game out, um, Parasy manages to get Eve um, Basuma uh, booked <laughs> yeah. for a foul, and just as he's going down, the grin on his face is like <laughs> you know, is she, so, <laughs>
0: yeah. he's like... He's, he's such that. a th- Dirty player to play against, and he just, you just you know you you hate playing against him. Yeah, absolutely yeah. smoke. I'm just yeah. Beauty. Kev Tim says the same thing as you do, really, and, and what what I agree with is like that. You know, that, that's what makes a great team is knowing that if you have an off game, you can get a result, and indeed the victory. You look back at those sort of games last season, or even the season before, we weren't winning those games, and now we seem to be doing that. So. Like you said, great teams do. They do. I'm not saying we're a great side team, but it's a great side team. Yes, yeah. Um, Vestergaard actually, Kevin. I don't know if you've seen his interview afterwards, um, but that he said that they deserved the win and they dominated the second half. And he thought they, you know, they did enough. He would say that anyway, but I don't know whether he believes that
1: 100%. I think Vestergaard dominated um, the second half and um, most of the first half. I'd say.
0: Um, just want to add something that Tim had said as well uh, that. You know, the league table is really, really tight, and we're up to fifth now, so lovely. Um, But a bit of bad luck. You could start tumbling down that table in in double quick time because it's all very, very tight. But we are definitely right where we need, well, deserve to be, I believe. So, yeah, 2-1, brilliant. Uh, Become the 11th side in Premier League history, Kevin, to get 1,000 points. So, Mm -hmm. that's worth a celebration. Um, some stats for you. Uh, possession, 47% to 52% in our favour. 12 shots to Brighton, 10 to us. Uh, on target, 4 to 3 in their favour. Uh, the clear-cut chances again, Kev, 2 and 1. Only one clear-cut chance for us. We need, we need to get better on that front, and it's something you, you hope will improve with, with Danny back in the side, because you know looking at the XG again, Brighton, 2.1 and... 1.2 for us. You, you look at the stats like that; it's hard to believe that we came away with that win. It's it, yeah, it's a huge result. It's it's such a massive, massive result. It's an ugly win, and something like we said, we're not we're not versed to, but we normally lose ugly, don't we? Yeah, definitely. But I say, you know, look, looking at that game, I think Brighton came out
1: looking a very good team. they, uh, they, they did, are. Did yeah, say, they were in a
0: relegation battle and. I think, did I predict them to go down? Well, I think we both did. And I even think in our really? preview, we said, I mean, I said in the preview that, that they, I predicted them to go down. But I don't think they will. I think they'll be fine. You know, we saw that against Liverpool. They, they turned out. They are definitely playing better. And I really like Graham Potter. I think he's brilliant. He's so underrated.
1: Yeah. It's a difficult team to work with. but He's, he's doing a fantastic job. Yeah, and is, yeah. they're, they're, they're really low down the table. Were they 15th or something? I think like 16th, that? yeah. Yeah, but I mean they they're so far away from those relegation teams that I mean, they're gonna be fine. I hope so. I
0: Man of the match, not not too difficult. Yannick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the human totem pole.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um glorious goal. Yeah, let's call it an assist for that penalty, shall we? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you could do. But yeah. I mean, yeah, those diagonal balls that he was just um I mean his distribution is just amazing nowadays, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's, it's definitely Different, different player. Ralph had, um
1: yeah, been uh, practised in training that they've been doing those diagonal balls to try and get through the Brighton midfield. Okay, it didn't didn't quite work out the way that Ralph had uh, envisioned, but <laughs>
0: take it. Uh, yeah, definitely take it. Yeah, as so, I say, so I'm going with, with him too. Ventured forward at times as well, and he seems to be more comfortable on the ball. Seems to got more. He seems to have more time on the ball. Um, Sprayed several diagonal passes, didn't he? One of which you know, gave us the lead. Led the team on interceptions, sh- uh, shot creating actions, and goal creating actions. Although not an, not officially an assist, I'm going to give him one. Well, hey, um, but progressive passes as well as, as in you know distance and yards towards goal. He led in that, um, and it had a couple of successful dribbles too with a hundred percent success rate. So, I think he was epic. Um, and. You know, it's easy looking at him on the eye test and you say that he did dominate. He scored the goal and, and, you know, set up the second one in effect. But looking at those stats as well, they don't lie. He was he was a giant. Yeah, great day. Kevin, Sheffield United, uh, Sunday, the 13th of December at 12pm. And guess what? What? I'm going. One thing mm-hmm. to say to you. You lucky,
1: lucky boss.
0: Yeah, I am. I got the golden ticket. I feel like, um, what's his name? Charlie Bucket. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I can't I can't wait it's I was just thinking yesterday actually like how much you take for granted going to things like that and mm. how I'm not going to let this one you know I'm really going to enjoy myself I'm going to make the most of it yeah a bit of
1: continuity as well you you were at the last match With fans, and you're going to be back at the first-time match with fans.
0: Yes, indeed. I was with you. Yeah, Mm.
1: I've got a second ticket.
0: (laughs) No, get a little bubble going. Yeah, you can't get out of the country. You can't. You're not allowed. I can not get out of the country. Yeah, just not here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Kevin, Sheffield United, then uh, having that second season syndrome, I guess. Finished ninth last season, and unbelievable. Let's not forget that. Uh, but currently sitting in 20th place. Um, and what is the reason for this negative turnaround? I mean, because they've not been very active in the market, but they weren't active last season. They don't have a big squad, but they didn't have a big squad last season. What, what's the reason, Kev? I mean, have teams just figured out how to play them? Um, I'd say that's part of
1: it. I mean,
0: I, I thought the best player
1: they had last season is not there anymore. Uh, Dean Henderson and Ramsdale, who's come in, he's not, he's not a bad keeper, but I think that's going to be uh, a difference. A lot of the players, they're just
0: got that defensive on. core still, though, and they did so well last season. They play with that three at the back, don't they, and the, and the wing backs or you know, and the five. So that that nothing's changed there.
1: Yeah, I mean, there there have been changes though. Jack O'Connell's out, and he's probably going to be out for the rest of the season, and. That's a, a hole that's difficult to fill. Um, they
0: love him I mean, there, don't they? Yeah,
1: I mean, you can fill it with um, one of their wing backs, but then, you know, that sort of disrupts the formation a bit more. And that was the, def- the defenders overlapping each other. That was kind of key to how they played last season. And yeah, it was, you know, original and people that really other teams didn't know how to, to play against them. But I think now they're a bit more well versed and. Um, a lot of players in poor form. They don't really have an out-and-out goal scorer you know, in there. They true. spent a shitload of money on really overhyped players. Um, but they got they spent how much do they spend on that Brian Brewster? Oh God, twenty twenty-five 20,
0: yeah. million or something ridiculous. Yeah, that Liverpool youngster. Yeah, that's that's a joke. I forgot it could about turn that. out to
1: be the sort of, you know, their Shea Adams equivalent. Right? He just needs a goal or two to get, get them going. But it's not looking good for them that way. Ollie McBurney, 20 million. Wow.
0: No, Same uh, price as Danny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, OK. You, you don't, yeah, we got a bargain. But let's not forget that people complained about that at the time. Um, not me. Not me. No. Um, uh, Ollie McBurney's a good player he's a he's a nuisance he's a, he's one of those players that crops up and does the job for you and but i mean yeah championship player on,
1: but not a goal scorer
0: no not natural but that's the problem i guess they're just not scoring the goals and maybe maybe the you know the messages wilder's messages is getting a bit old now i don't know um i mean it it took them till match week 4 to register their first goal and that was a loss to arsenal and arsenal don't seem to be playing well this season so you know their form is just woeful 2 nil loss at home to wolves 1-0 loss away to Villa, home loss to Leeds, away loss to Arsenal. First point came at home to Fulham. Uh, and then another loss to the champions. OK, that's fine. Uh, followed by, you know, a loss to City. They got fucked by Chelsea. And then they lost to West Ham. And then West Brom. But then, you know, the Leicester game, they could have earned their second point And they got done in the last minute. You know, but where are their wins coming from? Where are their goals coming yeah. from? It's just, it's, I lot, feel for them. A
1: lot of questions, yeah. And, I mean, they had a, a really solid team, you know. You knew week in, week out. I mean, like Ralph, um, or Espirito Santo, or Sean Dyke. You, you know what team's going to be there. You just called him week. Sean Dyke. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um uh, but yeah, he's he's, he's like tinkering. Luck. so it's, um, there's a lot of you know problems to be solved in that team. Now I don't think he knows quite how to do it.
0: No, his hands are tied. Uh,
1: they're they're in deep deep trouble. I don't envy their fixture list. I mean that is a tough tough start to the season. But um, yeah, you play every team twice, don't you, in a season? Um, you do. So, but yeah, maybe their run of going to change.
0: Wow, I mean we're approaching the midway point now, and they're still looking for their first win. It's just looking as grim as it can, really, isn't it? And they're heavy, heavy favourites to go down now. And So that means a home loss, then, for Saints in front of the fans, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, Billy Sharp's going to score a
0: hat-trick. <laughs> uh, Tim gave his thoughts on Sheffield United. Then he says, uh, they blow ass. Uh, he says, What's is that? Uh,
1: they suck. Oh, right. Only they in the suck, they suck and they blow. blow. They suck and blow. Suck and blow mean the same thing. <laughs> uh,
0: it, it's a win that we need uh, and, and we should expect, I guess. Um, we will need to up our game. And he was uh, touching on Sheffield United's uh, formation, you know, playing with three at the back, which they can shift to a back five and they can overload that midfield when they, when they need to. Um, but yeah, I mean, Brighton's found a way to get through in the similar sort of formation that they play. So we definitely need to up our game. Um, Predictions then, Kevin. Do you want to go first? Um, yes. I think we're going
1: to nub them. I think we're going to miss a lot of chances. Though. I, don't, I don't, don't see us being as... Uh, what's the word that the commentator is? Clinical. Yeah. Oh I, I have just... a feeling
0: you're going to say the same result as I've got in my head. So maybe, we uh, should, maybe we should say it on the count of three. All right. One, two, three now. Now, now. You bastard. That's all great.
1: Um, no, yeah,
0: 3-1. Okay, 3-1. I'm going 3-0. Three, 3-1. Three, okay. A nice, comfortable home win and, yeah, in front of me. Uh, Tim is going for a 1-0. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. In that Hi, I'm Matt Letizier, and thank you
1: for listening to In That Number.
0: Okay, welcome to the Extra Time segment. Uh, we'll start with the predictions. But not ours. We're going to go and do the wife wars. I need to go and a sting for this. Um, so Brighton then. Gemma went nil nil. Marina went three one Saints and Abby went two two. So the only person to score points was Marina because she was the only one who predicted a Saints win. So the scores. So the scores. Yeah, Marina on two. Gemma on zero. Abby on zero. Um, and we move on to their predictions for Sheffield United then. Gemma is going for a 2-0 Saints win. Abby is going for a 3-1 Saints win, the same as you, Kev. Um, and oh. what is Marina going for?
1: Just asked us, She said, are oh, we going to win 4-1? Hey. Pretty conclusive, yeah. Sure. Apart from me, me and Abby, um, we've all gone for different scores.
0: Yeah. So it obviously now means that Saints are going to lose. a <laughs> <That will> draw. <laughs> God, yeah. Um, our predictions then. So, Kevin, I went 2-1 Saints, um, and you two went 2-0. So, fuck you. No. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so the, the, the scores happy for the points these days. Yeah. The scores after Brighton, then. Me running away with it on 14. Tim on 8, and you on 6. You pick up two points, Kev, so well done. Mm. Thanks. Uh, Super 6, round 18, was won by Dan Buck. With 16 points, leaving the overall leader, Colin Carter, on 151. Nice, looking very close there. Um, Fantasy Football, Kevin.
1: Yeah, we've got a rare chance to to check in with some actual
0: proper scores.
1: I, I... When did they announce that Newcastle uh, Villa was going to be suspended?
0: In good time, because I took Grealish and Wilson out of my team.
1: Ah fuck. (laughs) He's still in line.
0: Oh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin.
1: Oh, dear. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll turn it around for next week. 50 points,
0: which is pretty bang average, isn't it? It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I think you were, the, you were the worst in the league, though, weren't you? In the podcasters? No, Ben Sanfield is oh, yeah. demonstrably
1: worse than me with this with his uh FC relegation zone.
0: Well, I mean, he's 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 consistent. Yeah, he's definitely living up to the name. Of he's way. living up to the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mitrović back up top, and yeah, you've he's been in a good week. Yeah, good week shifted week. off. Second. I believe he used his wild card. Yeah,
1: okay. Ooh, De Bruyne, a captain. Jeez, that, bad. that that is That is wonderful.
0: Yeah, I dropped to third, I believe.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, Mikey's just slipped in there into the second.
0: I didn't have a very good week, I don't think. Although I didn't have any zeros on the board. It was all very average.
1: 60 points, um, so that's a decent hook.
0: Yeah, and my bench, um, Grealish, Cody and Wilson, all scored zero. So I made the right decisions.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: I did, I did the best with what I could with the team that I had, I believe. And
1: um, Pookie's still top. Mm. He scored 81 for the week, putting him on 7-14. Uh, Nick Cooper's White Rose AFC. Fucking Leeds fans. Like, where, they, where where do these they people go? get to us? <laughs> um, but... Yes, Laura marat sings taking Latiss up into third.
0: She was points. top at one point as well, I believe, before the um the the later games, before the Saints game, I believe. Yeah, that is a team she's got there. Mm. Yeah, she's doing well.
1: She's got uh, Saints players in there, Shay Adams um, Mick McCarthy, <laughs> Alex McCarthy, um <laughs> Mick McCarthy. She's gone for De Bruyne captain as well. Let's see what you OK, yeah, I'll have to rearrange my team. Um,
0: OK, uh, Kevin, f- Russian phrase this week.
1: OK, so inside the box, it's going to be в Penalty box is... Well, a penalty is a straf. Straf. So, yeah, you get a speeding fine or anything like that. It's also a straf, but, yeah. Um, straf. So, yeah, the penalty area is a штрафная площадка. Stрафная площадка. 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 So, yeah, inside the penalty box, it's going to be V w- Strafnoy Ploshadky. Vostravno Ploshadka. Ploshadka. Ploshadky. Mm-hmm. And um, outside the penalty box it's gonna be mm-hmm.
0: strafnoy Ploshka.
1: Yeah, that's
0: good. It's, it's like Vnie Very good. Right, where are we? Um, yeah, that is it for this week. Uh, we will be back next week. No, we will be back this week, won't we? We have another one this week to discuss the Sheffield United game. We're releasing um, it next week, though. Right? And then the week after that, we've got the Arsenal and City one together, haven't we, for episode 99. Um, and then we'll be having our Christmas special slash 100th spectacular, which will be one that you shouldn't miss. Um, don't forget to send your questions in for that as well. We'd uh, have a good laugh with that. That would be good. Um, anything else you want to say, Kevin? Up the motherfucking Saints. <laughs> Up the Saints.
1: Chumba Casino. dot com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.